Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you from Michelle Donatien Ministries. And I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Well, hello, 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 and God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Praise be to the Lord. Hallelujah. Today, we are going to be having a fantastic time. Today in the Lord, it is November the 24th. It is a Tuesday, 2020 edition. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing today. And the Lord has brought me to another spot here, another place in the Lord, in the Word of God. And I'm going to be talking to you about the book of Jeremiah chapter 5. And Jeremiah is an amazing book of the Bible because, well, it's amazing because it really shows God's love. It shows us love and it really talks of deep, deep things, amazingly deep things and things that have happened to Jewish people, the Jewish people, the children of Israel. It is, it is quite remarkable, this book of the Bible. But the Lord has directed me to share with you about the book of Jeremiah 5. And what I want to share with you is about the Lord God. And this particular chapter is about the Lord God searching for an upright man, a futile search for an upright man. That is actually the title, a futile search. But before we go on, we're going to begin in prayer. But I want you to get your Bible out. And I want you to be ready and open to hear what God has to say, because what I'm going to share with you today is going to blow your mind. Hallelujah. Well, I'm really excited about what God is doing, and we are going to get started here. We're going to open up in prayer before we do anything else, because we serve a wonderful God. You know that? We serve a mighty God. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. And we glorify you. We give you all glory and honor and we thank you. Holy Spirit, I ask you to take over and give me the words to share here today. Touch all of your sweet people's hearts, Lord God, that they will receive what you have for them today. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you, Lord God. And I ask you to remove every blockage that would cause them not to receive your word. In Jesus' name, thank you. And all God's people said, amen. Well, you know, we serve a God that is so faithful. When I look at what he has to say, I'm amazed. I mean, really, I'm amazed. I've learned so much over the Lord's uh, throughout my years. But, you know, I've learned more. I definitely have learned more in the past year than I've ever learned in my entire walk. The Lord of God has moved me and in a place to a place and I'm just so grateful. I'm really so grateful. And you know, you might be able to say the same thing. I I don't know. Just in my own walk, God has moved so masterfully. And you know, he always moves masterfully, doesn't he? But he's taught me more this year. In this past year, I've learned more in this past year than I probably have learned in my entire walk. And I'm so grateful for that because God is faithful. He always has been. It's not, you know, a secret. But we we are recipients of his love. 
So I'm going to be reading today about the Word of God and about God looking for an upright man. And, you know, it's a choice that we have to make. Because we look at the children of Israel in the book of Jeremiah, verse 5, or chapter 5, excuse me. Um, chapter 5, I'm going to just start with reading there. I want you to turn there with me, okay? I'm going to read Jeremiah chapter 5. And God is faithful because, you see, he will always look for a remnant. Do you know that? He's looking for his remnant, his people that he can send out to do his work, to do the work in the field, to harvest. He, he, he's so, so, well, I, I don't, sometimes I don't have the right words. Today I don't have the right words. Well, I do, but the best way I think to say it is that God sends out his children to do his work. He knows whom he can send, and he knows exactly where, when, how he can send them. And he does, and it blesses the people. It blesses the people. You know, I remember scripture, and he says that if no one preaches it, how will they hear? If nobody preaches it, how will they hear? See, the Holy Spirit, what he does is he teaches us meaning he gives us deep revelation about what we're hearing. But there's a, pe- a preacher and a pastor that needs to be sent out to go share the word of God. Even in the book of Jeremiah, God talked about the pastors and the pastors had turned away from him. And the pastors were not doing what they were supposed to do to protect the flocks. And God was angry about that. God was hurt. So we're going to read. And then we're going to talk some more. Jeremiah chapter 5. And just make sure you're reading along with me because you need to see this with your own eyes. Praise Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 5. Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem and see now and know and seek in the broad places thereof if ye can find a man. If there be any that executeth judgment that seeketh the truth and I will pardon it. And though they say the Lord liveth, surely they swear falsely. Lord, O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have not. Ref- but they have refused to receive correction. Now think about this. Think about this. This is the people around the world at that time, and with, there's a direct correlation to the people here today. You know, God will speak to us, but we've got to choose to be corrected. When he corrects us, it is for our own good. And it says, O Lord, this is verse 3, Jeremiah is talking to the Lord. O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. They have refused to return. Therefore, I said, surely these are poor, they are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgment of their God. I will get me unto the great men and will speak unto them, for they have known the way of the Lord and the judgment of their God. But these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. 
Wherefore, a lion out of the forest shall slay them, and a wolf of the evenings shall spoil them. A leopard shall watch over their cities. Every one that goeth out thence shall be torn in pieces, because their transgressions are many, and their backslidings are increased." How shall I pardon thee for this? Thy children have forsaken me and sworn by them that are no gods. When I had fed them to the full, they then committed adultery and assembled themselves by troops in the harlots' houses. They were as fed horses in the morning. Every one neighed after his neighbor's neighbor's wife. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord, and shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Go ye up upon her walls and destroy, but make not a full end. Take away her battlements, for they are not the Lord's. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dwelt very treacherously against me, saith the Lord. They have bellied, they have belied the Lord, and said, It is not he, neither shall evil come upon us, neither shall we see sword nor famine. And the prophets shall become wind, and the word is not in them. Thus shall it be done unto them. Ah, wherefore thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because he speak this word. Behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire, and this people wood, and it shall devour them. Lo, I will bring a nation upon you from afar from far o house of israel said the lord saith the lord it is a mighty nation it is an unco- an ancient nation a nation whose language thou knowest not neither understandest what they say their quiver is as an open sepulcher they are all mighty men and they shall eat up thine harvest and thine and thy bread which thy sons and thy daughters should eat They shall eat up thy flocks and thine herds. They shall eat up thy vines and thy fig trees. They shall impoverish thy fenced cities, wherein thou trustest with the sword. Nevertheless, in those days, saith the Lord, I will not make a full end with you. And it shall come to pass, when ye shall say, Wherefore doth the Lord our God all these things unto us? Then shalt thou answer them, Like as ye have forsaken me and served strange gods in your land, so shall ye serve strangers in a land that is not yours. Declare this in the house of Jacob and publish it in Judah, saying, Hear now this, O foolish people, and without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not. Fear ye not me, saith the Lord. Will ye not tremble at my presence? which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass it that cannot pass it and through the way, though the waves thereof toss themselves yet can they not prevail though they roar yet can they not pass over it but this people hath a revolting and a rebellious heart they are revolted and gone Neither say they in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God that giveth rain, both the former and the latter in this in his season. He reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned away these things and your sins have withholden good things for, from you. For among my people are found wicked men. They lay wait as he that setteth snares. They set a trap, they catch men. 
As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore they are become great and waxen rich. They are waxen fat, they shine. Yea, they overpass the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause, they cause the cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper, and the right of the needy do they not judge. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely and the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof? Wow. Now we look at this word and we say, Wow, how could it be? We look at this and we say, oh my goodness, look at what is happening in the house uh, in, for the, to the children of Israel. But my friends, this is happening around America and many, many nations right now. Look around. This is happening in America and happening all over the world. If we will only repent... If we will repent, the Lord God will turn away from all of the destruction that we have brought on our own selves. So you read this word and you begin to see what God is saying. And you begin to see his heart because my friends, God's heart was in the beginning. It was in the beginning that he said to Jeremiah, run. Ye to and fro, run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem and see now and know and seek in the broad places thereof if ye can find a man, if there be any that executeth judgment, that seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. So he was saying if there's anyone, just one, just one, but there weren't any. The people, the people were wicked. The people were wicked. They didn't want the Lord. They wanted their own things. They didn't want to hear what the Lord had to say. They wanted what was fun. I remember once, not once, but quite a few times, I would talk to some people who were close to me at one time in my life. And when I would share the word of God and share, you know, as they were involved in something that was, you know, wicked, I would say, this is wicked. You should not be doing this because it will hurt you. And here's why. This is what the Bible says. And this person would get upset about it. It would be a few. They'd get upset and they'd say, why are you always trying to just take away the fun? Why are you, I just, I'm, I'm... They would get angry and be offended. I just want, you know, I just want to to enjoy it. Now, I want you to think about this. I'm going to give you an analogy. And this actually was the same person that would do this. And there are a few people that I would encounter. But they're not the only ones around the world who've done it. And you know what I'll say that I'm sure that I've done it in the past myself. I'm sure I have. Uh, But here's the point. The point is not who. The point is what. So I remember 
I would go with this person. Uh, have you ever gone somewhere? Just, just imagine. Let me say it like this. Imagine you're trying to tell someone something. I'm going to put it this way. Imagine that you're trying to tell someone something and you can see it right in front of them. And you can see that it's going to harm them. And you're saying, just please, I, 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 I beg of you, I want you to see how, how this will hurt you. And the person says, why are you always trying to spoil my fun? I just want to have fun. Why is it that you always want to take the fun out of things? It's like children, you know? Little children can't see the harm that could happen to them. This is why God gave them parents, parents who are older, more mature, and wiser, because children live by their emotions. The Bible even tells us that we should not live by our emotions, but it's time for us to grow up in the things of God. Because if we, the people of God, live by our emotions, we're in for some big trouble. We're in for some big trouble. The Bible tells us that we must have self-control, patience. These are fruits of the Spirit. And those fruits of the Spirit will keep us. Hallelujah. Imagine if you ate cheeseburgers three times a day for 10 years. You would probably have diabetes. If you went to a fast food restaurant and did it. I mean, if you ate cheeseburgers at home... You know, you could get good meat and and you could eat vegetables and fruit with it. And I mean, you could get, you know, a whole wheat bun and and, and get grass-fed organic meat and and organic cheese, grass-fed from grass-fed cows. I mean, you know, there are a lot of things. But even then, I, I believe that just a burger every day, a cheeseburger every day, it probably wouldn't be very good for you, even if it was a healthy one, you know? I mean, I haven't ever done the research myself looking at the healthy ones, but I know a regular fast food burger, a regular fast food burger, you go to McDonald's, that kills people. That kills people. There was a movie called uh, Super Size Me, I think is what it was called. I think that's the one. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. I watched it a long time ago and... Um, you know, there are things in that movie that I would not watch now that I watched way back when, but I did watch it. And again, I do not recommend it. But in the movie, what happened was the guy decided to see what it would be like to eat fast food every single day. I think particularly McDonald's, if I remember correctly. And what happened was his vital signs started going down dramatically. His eyes started turning yellow. I mean, like his, 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 his blood and all these things were just, it was a bad thing. His doctor was really worried about him. And his doctor said, if you don't stop soon, this is going to kill you. That's what it told him. His liver started shutting down. If I remember correctly, his liver started shutting down. Can you imagine? That's what a child might do. This man did this for an experiment. He was seeing his doctor, I think, every single day or going in every couple of days. I mean, he knew that this could be harmful to his health. I just don't think he knew just how harmful it would be. And I wouldn't have done that myself. And I imagine he wouldn't do it looking back. I don't know. But what I do know is this. Children eat like that because they don't understand what it can do to them consuming those things. 
People of God, we have to come to a place where we grow up and we are eating the healthy, fresh word of God daily that we need. If we do not live a holy life, it matters. It matters. It mattered enough to God that he would search. He sent Jeremiah looking for a man of God, looking for one person. And what is my point here today? My point here is this. It is time for the people of God in our nation. And I'm going to speak directly to America. It is time for the people of God in America to turn their hearts to the Lord Turn away from our wicked ways, repent, and pray, and watch God turn things around in our land. That is what it's time for us to do. It's time to repent, turn away from the wickedness. God is looking, was looking for just one person, just one. And I know he's speaking to many, many people. Many men and women of God, not just me, many, many people. And he's sending this message, turn back to me, turn back to me. Many people are saying, I have a word from God, but many are not hearing from the Lord. I'm not here to point fingers at who those people are because that's not what the Lord God has called me for. And if he wants me to do it, he'll tell me. But, um... You know, he hasn't called me to do that. I'm here to tell you, repent, turn away from your wickedness and lift up our nation. If you haven't seen, things have been going crazy. Crazy. But there's still time. There's still time. God We'll turn things around if we will just turn back to him. So let's you and I pray today that our nation, and let's make this a prayer. I want you to join me in prayer daily, praying for our nation, America. And if you're not in America, I ask you to lift up America and pray for your nation as well. That the Lord God will turn our hearts away from wickedness, that the people of God, the remnant, will stand up and pray, serve God, and watch God move. Hallelujah. God is faithful. He wants us to pray for our leaders. He wants us to pray for our nations. He wants us to pray for the church. And he will do a great and mighty work through his people, through his people. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we love you and we honor you and we give you praise and glory for your wonderful. Heavenly Father, I lift up each and every one at the sound of my voice and I ask you right now in Jesus' name to touch them. Touch each and every one of them. Lord God, in every in every area that they have a need in, Lord God. Touch their sweet hearts in the name of Jesus, that your will will go forth in the name of Jesus and that they will see everything that you've done in the name of Jesus in their lives. 
Father God, your word is holy. Your word is glorious and your word is powerful and mighty. So I ask you right now in the name of Jesus that you will move in the hearts of your people. Lord God, turn us all back to you. Give us hearts of repentance in every area of our lives. Open up our eyes that we may look for you in the name of Jesus, that we may begin to pray for our nations. Lord God, I lift up America in the name of Jesus and I ask you, Father, God, to turn things around. Lord, in the name of Jesus, move in the hearts of the leaders, Lord God, in the name of Jesus and your people. Turn things around, Father. Hallelujah. I ask you to break things out into the open in the name of Jesus. The truth. In the name of Jesus. We love you. We give you praise and honor in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I lift up, Father God, the children of God who are persecuted around the world, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray for persecuted Christians in the country of Slovakia. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord God, that you will touch their hearts, whatever way they're being persecuted, Lord God. I ask you in the name of Jesus that you will minister unto them, encourage them, Lord God, whatever it is that is a being that they are being, that there is a front against them, that you will turn their hearts and they will not grow weary of well-doing, Lord God, that they will become stronger in your word, stronger in their walk, and that you may get the glory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I plead your precious blood of Jesus over all of the people at the sound of my voice and over your persecuted church around the world. I lift them up before you and I plead your blood over them and their families, over their homes and their properties and businesses, their finances, their ministries, their jobs. Lord, in the name of Jesus, their, their realms of influence and their relationships. In Jesus' name, I plead your precious blood over everything you've ordained for them, Lord. Protect it in the name of Jesus. We love and honor you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we ask you, Lord God, to enlarge their territories. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we thank you. And all God's people said, amen. Hallelujah. Well, sweet people, that is it for today. Praise God. I'm so glad that you joined me here today. The Lord is so faithful. And I'll tell you, um, we are, I'm, I'm producing this a bit late here today. And so I do apologize. You know, I had something else that I was going to be sharing with you. And we've been reading in, we actually, we finished the book of Second Samuel. And um we are going to go to the book of First Kings. My plan was to do that today. And in the middle, the Lord stopped me. And he had something that he wanted me to do. And this was the message he wanted me to share. So I do hope and pray that you forgive me for not coming to you with that word yesterday um, or on time here today. But the Lord had a different plan that he was preparing in my heart. And uh, we will be right back on schedule tomorrow. In the name of Jesus, but I do thank you for your mercy, and I hope this really blessed you. In fact, I know it will because it's what the Lord God spoke to my spirit to share.
So as you are blessed by it, share it with others, my friends. Share it with others. You can go to anchor.fm and put in Michelle Donatian Ministries and you'll be able to find me and you can send the link to your friends and your loved ones. Share this with your family and those that you care about. Share it with anybody that you can because it'll bless them in Jesus' name. I love you. My goodness, until tomorrow. And also, I want to remind you, Thanksgiving is coming up very, very soon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is coming up very soon. And I'm going to be popping in. It's not going to be a a very long message for Thanksgiving Day, but I will be sharing a message with you for Thanksgiving. I'm going to be um, pre-recording it. Hallelujah. But do look for that. You know, those of you that are not in America, Thanksgiving is on, what is it, the 26th, the 26th uh, on Thursday here. And um, that is a holiday, a big federal holiday, and my family's going to be celebrating as well. So I'll be recording, pre-recording this message so you can look for that. But I just want to make sure I share that with you because, you know what, I just love sharing the Word of God with you and... um, You know, I apologize about, you know, my imperfect way of getting it to you at times, not on time. Um, It is my greatest desire to have it to you, even earlier, actually. But I'm trying to give myself time uh, to get it out to you so that you can depend on that. So know that I love you. Know that I continue to pray for you and your families. And if you have any prayer requests, please feel free to send them to me. If you're listening on Anchor, you can send me a voicemail on anchor.fm. If you have the Anchor app, I believe is the way that you can do it. Or if you're listening to me on another platform, please feel free to send me an email. Michelle Donatian Ministries at Outlook.com. Michelle Donatian Ministries at Outlook.com. Well, I love you and God bless you. I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing. Bye-bye. Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. Tune in tomorrow for a new and fresh word from the Lord for you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian signing off. God bless you. And to Jesus be all the praise.